0: Hello, hello, hello. Hi guys, how's it going? Uh it's Mohammed We're back, Mohammed. We're back here with We Answer. Um we've got a very, very special guest today. you want to introduce yourself. I don't know if they can uh, if the volume's high enough. Okay. Go for yeah, it. Ready? Yeah, go for it, go for it. Uh-huh. So University. So uh, Mohammed is one of the uh, students that's in my uh, in my group. So thanks for inviting me on, Mohammed. Cool, no worries. And yeah, I forgot to mention I'm in second year. For anyone that that doesn't know yet, um, and this is we answer. This is a show where we answer anyone's questions um, related to applying for medicine um, and studying medicine. Sorry, I'm just setting up this tripod. Very professional, as you can see. Uh, how do I do that okay so that's sorted out just flip it around so you you mentioned that you're a clinical teaching fellow and how have how you found that you've done that for one year
1: uh, yeah so I started in August 19 uh, 19- it's just me to take a bit of medical medicine. Um, I think I'd like to go into education in the future. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, there's a way for me to take, out, uh, take a bit of time out and get a bit of experience. And, yeah, am really loving it. Um, okay. So, obviously, I really enjoy sort of teaching. It's something I'm really passionate about. Um, there's lots of different aspects of medicine that we relearn again. Yeah, uh, we get to spend time with some uh, pretty funny medical students and sort of very talented and uh, hard working. So it's it's pretty really interesting, really fun.
0: <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, where, where are you at now? Are you, is that your kitchen? It looks like a kitchen. Uh,
1: yeah, so this is so obviously it's isolation times. Um, yeah, I'm currently in my flat in Leicester. Um You can see my kitchen behind me.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm obviously just in my bedroom. Just. Yeah. Here you can you can see the TV behind me where all the movies and everything going on. Um uh, so, um So, what have you been doing recently? Like, this week, the past few weeks? What's, like what? How has your stuff changed in the past couple of weeks because of coronavirus? Yeah, so it's taken a bit of a, a,
1: bit of a pit, hasn't it? Um, yeah. So I guess the first sort of couple of weeks were a bit of a shock, really. Um, I actually... Um, had some like quite high fever um, and a cough, so okay. seven days. Okay. Um, and so I missed sort of the the official last two days of um, of term. Yeah. Because uh, um, I was ill. So, and then since then I've just been sort of working from home. I think right now we're looking at sort of working on the I think the second years and and first years of. The majority of their year has ended, yeah, um, but the third, fourth, and fifth years—obviously, the fifth years have finals. The third and fourth years still have a term to go, so we're just sort of working with um, with the rest of the team I and mean, put some sort of potentially virtual um, material out for those guys. Okay, um, and then I'm also sort of um, signing up and moving sort of semi-contracts over to the to the bank at the um, at the university was a master. Okay. Uh, so I can, when I when I'm free and not doing university sort of roles, um, I can try and help out the hospital. So. Um, okay. Yeah, the busy sort of week and a week and a bit really. A lot's changed, but um, yeah, interesting points. Uh, um, at the personal level. Sorry. On personal, level, I've got like a keyboard piano. Okay. Uh, Learn how to play piano. I've Got a little puzzle of the world. Uh, is trying it, to keep is it
0: like with the keyboard piano? Is it like a like a like a full-on actual one? Or is it like a digital?
1: So it's it's a it's like a it's a it's a proper keyboard, but it's only got 61 keys. I think normally pianos have 88 keys. Okay. So I've got I've gone for a slightly smaller version, but I've been told, r- sort of reliably, that I can still learn. Um, have you ever
0: done Have you ever done it before? Is it a new thing?
1: No, no i I'm, I'm very like music. Um, I guess ignorant, like I've never learned how to play an instrument. Um so yeah, I thought what a lot better time than now. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: fair enough. Yeah, I guess if you're at home literally just by yourself, then you gotta yeah, find exactly. you gotta literally gotta find stuff to do. Yeah, um
1: it's, it's nice in a way, but um, yeah. it would be nice to get out and do stuff but yeah, lies nice life.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now I was chatting with one of my mates um the other day and I was like, when we have like our exam revision time, yeah. it's basically like quarantine. <laughs> but then he was like he was like no you actually have you have the possibility of going out you just don't because you have stuff to do yeah. it's like yeah it's like the, it's like the psychological thing that you yeah, can't so you can't go out like it's like yeah. it's not safe if you don't if you go out I get, I'm like, like
1: quarantine ourselves so um i guess this is just a that has been taken away from us uh, which makes things a bit more interesting
0: um, yeah exactly so have you been have you been doing the keyboard thing like daily or is it just you just whenever you so just get time
1: okay. I've not really opened it, so I only got it on
0: Saturday. Okay. Uh, um, so I opened it and just had made sure it worked on, like, Sunday. Yeah. And then today we had quite a busy day with university stuff and, um,
1: like, catching up with family and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then so hopefully this afternoon or evening um, I'll get a chance to have a bit of a play around and watch a video tutorial and, uh, yeah. and get to know boards and the keys and stuff. So, yeah.
0: What, are, did you do it in school as well? Because we did it in school for, like... Yeah, like from, I think you get to drop, you get to like choose subjects in year ten onwards. So you get to drop it after year nine. So we did the keyboards and stuff, and mm-hmm. and we used to like obviously like this is like a a g e f or whatever it is. We used to have like we used to write it on the keyboard so that you don't have to remember it. <laughs> so like it just makes it like it like permanent marker, so like no one can rub it out or anything. So you just like you just kind of like learn the stuff like that.
1: You are
0: just organising school property. No, like, I didn't do it. It was already there. <laughs> well, yeah, it
1: was already
0: there, was it? it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, not. I used to, like, music wasn't really, like, my my thing back, like, a few years ago. But, like, in ter- in terms of, like, because I watch a lot of films and TV and that kind of stuff, in terms of, like, that side of music, I really, I'm kind of interested in that kind of stuff. Um... Have you have you seen the film La La Land?
1: <laughs> yeah, I've actually. Um, I watched it maybe a month ago. Actually, no, I watched it in January. What did
0: you oh, do, What did, What did you think? What did you think?
1: Um, yeah, it's like it's a it's a really interesting film.
0: Um, obviously did well sort of with the Oscars. Yeah, I you... mean, um, I think for me, I don't think it has, you know, a massive impact. That an Oscar film would or should have. Yeah. Mm. I appreciate it from an artistic view. Yeah. Uh,
1: that it that it is sort of um, something very new, something very different when it comes to musicals, uh, and we haven't really seen that type of musical um, before. Well, I haven't anyway.
0: Um, yeah, same. So, like, I don't really, I don't really like watch musicals at all. But because mm-hmm. like, it was like such a big film, I was like, okay, might as well, yeah, might it. as well just try it, and I actually, like, really enjoyed it and you can maybe learn the piano thing from that like the main i don't know what the song's called but like you could try it (laughs) or is that too advanced
1: there's lots of good tutorials on um on youtube so i think i'll just stick my iPad in front of me uh,
0: and just sort of go from there okay so we've got a couple of people on the live um just for you guys if you have any questions uh just let us know and if you want to jump on you can come on and then we can maybe just have a chat um, so you mentioned clinical teaching fellow for the past year and you're going to be doing, what's the thing you're going to be doing with the UHL? Um, so, the
1: well, UHL I'll be working on, so it's called, um, the bank, so it's basically a bank of staff okay. that can do extra shifts. um, if the hospital is struggling to fill certain roles, um, and you know, yeah, so it's basically, uh, I can work in quite a few departments that I've worked in before. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'd... it's just something a, a way for me to help out in hospital. Yeah. And
0: so how how long is that for? Is it just as long as necessary or like how does that So going back to the medicine starting from August. Okay.
1: Uh, so I'll be I'll be full time rotor in the emergency department in August, but in the meantime, um it's just to help out um, sort of whilst um hospital's busy with uh, COVID nineteen.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So you meant you said the emergency department in August is that, what what like, what part of your training is that is that your like what are you are doing next or like,
1: so, um, I want to be in, the, uh, okay, uh, in the future yeah, uh, so I'm t- sort of taking it. It's not part of a training program at the moment. Okay. I'm taking a year to spend a non-training sort of year, uh, just to spend time in the emergency department, get to know it. Um, so sort of maybe do an exam at the same time, um, interview for my sort of national training post, um, and go from there. So yeah, so that's that's the reason I'm doing it. So
0: it's not an, it's not like an actual training post. It's just a year where you're just doing some emergency department stuff.
1: That's it. Yeah, um, it's not a, pro, a, a post. It's not a part of the training program or post. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just part of. Um, it's just something I'm doing for a bit of extra experience.
0: So do do they just have those going? For like everything, or is it, I, I don't really know how that Yeah, I mean, so, from what happens, people take years out in between their training, like yeah. I did my CTF job, mm. um, and so they
1: often have one year standalone posts, um, where you can just, you know, I have friends that have done it in anaesthetics, um, ITU, um, you okay. you can, you, do do a job in a specialty for a year for you to get the experience that you need to make yourself stand out, uh, interview or you know get the experience that you need to to do well in your exams, etc. Um, okay. But yeah, it's, a,
0: it's
1: something that's always on the option. Um,
0: yeah. I, I don't want to make this a bit of a formal interview, but um, why did you decide that you wanted to do emergency like department stuff? Is it like?
1: Yeah. So. So I did a medicine placement, well, actually, I'd say from the beginning, actually. So I wasn't really, I was never really sure what exactly what I wanted to do. It changed like every month. Yeah. Uh, in medical school, um, I wasn't really sure um, until the end of med school where I had a really good GP placement. Okay. <laughs> and what I liked about GP that it was quite general, um, it was interesting. You got to see quite a few, quite, quite a wide array of patients, which was nice. Yeah. Um, and then I did my GP placement it's really really heavily like it's quite isolating yeah Uh, stuck in a room uh with no sort of team contact okay and and you're just seeing patients one after another and it, it can get a bit sort of lonely but also often the patients don't come in with pathology that's hugely interesting you know sometimes it's um Hypertension check. Sometimes it's diabetes check. Sometimes medication reviews. Yeah, uh, and I I didn't really enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, um, and then after that I did an emergency department placement. Yeah, um, and it was so interesting. I saw so much cool pathology. Yeah, um, and it was on team like you, nurses, health nurse assistant, cleaners, registrars, radiologists, um lobotomists, play specialists, you know, you're part of a really massive team, it's really, really exciting, um, you think about um, sort of the acute sort of um, presenting patient in yeah. like the resource department, so yeah. it's just a really exciting, exciting place to be, um, yeah. yeah, I could probably talk about it for um, quite a long time, but <laughs> I'm not going to, just to uh, in interest of keeping this podcast uh, underneath the hour mark at least.
0: Nice. alright no worries if you're passionate about something then go for it, yeah, um, that's it. so yeah. I'm not going to tell you who this is try to guess who it is he says that tell him that your favourite nutter is watching uh,
2: phew, uh, <laughs> could be
0: so many people I
1: <laughs> have a lot of nutters exactly is it someone in your group
0: no it's not he's, he's not in my group now
1: you in your room?
0: No, no, he's not even in my room.
1: Oh, is it actually? I don't know who it is. <laughs> is it Adam.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> how? Why? Why? How did you guess that?
1: So, if he's not in your room and he's not in your group, then it's probably someone that I like that I don't know as well. Yeah. Um, and I was just thinking about people that I see around the corridor, and I always see Adam. Like, for some reason, I see him. Wait. Not, yeah, it's
0: not Adam Petch, it's Adam. No, no, Adam Ahmed, yeah, because Petch yeah. is in our room, in it? Yeah, that's it, yeah,
1: so um, I always see Adam, like, lurking around the med school, um, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, like, <I'm, laughs> I love uh, that you like, I love that you like seeing that he lurks around med school, like.
1: He, he lurks around so much, um, yeah, always, always drawing sort of massive arterial maps on boards. Yeah. That's probably what that's okay. Uh, but a very hard
0: conscientious student as well. Yeah, yeah, run. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not said anything after that. I don't know if he wants to come on. So if anyone does have any questions, uh, let us know and we can, we can bring you on. Um, so, yeah, I was actually reading, um, like, I flicked through BBC and I saw an article. And, like, if I read it, if I, like, I'll click the article and then, like, months later, I'll actually read it. So it was, mm-hmm. like, um, a London trauma surgeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, London. They've got a lot of like it's. It's like there's a lot of crime going on in there, and they've got like the trauma centers are very busy. So it was yeah. just like it was just like a week in the life of the of the trauma surgeon. So he mm. was. I think he he was on call for the week. So obviously, he starts on like a eight a.m. on a Monday, and he's yeah. the on call, or whatever doctor for consultant for the next week. Mm. So it was quite interesting, just like talking about like the variety of stuff that he gets to see. So there's like. Ruptured spleen, and then obviously you get like head injuries, and you get broken legs, and all that kind of stuff. So it was it was quite interesting to see yeah. like to see the variety of stuff. Um, yeah. Okay, so um, if we go if we go back a bit, um, where where did you go medical school? Did you say Kings?
1: Yeah. So I went uh, in London.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you do you remember where else you applied? Or... Um, yeah.
1: So I actually. I struggled to get into, the, into medical school the first
2: time,
0: okay. um,
1: so I set up my application and everything and I didn't get any offers, okay. um, so I had to reapply. Um, the first time I applied to UCL, Liverpool, Manchester
0: and Birmingham, Okay. Um, and the second time I applied to Peninsula, Kings, Nottingham and Bristol. So the first the first time did you, did you get any interviews or you just?
1: Yeah. So actually, I um, I got one interview. So what what's interesting is that um, I I got rejected from Manchester and Liverpool yeah. because I had physics GCSE, so I dropped physics for GCSE because I, I, I didn't really like it. I
0: didn't even yeah. know you could do, even do that. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's it. So, um, but I. Yeah, they sort of. It was a criteria that they use at the time. Okay. Uh, to have a certain sort of
0: no, um, certain subjects at GCSE was really important. So yeah. uh, I don't know if that's
1: changed now, um, but I think the point that I'd make is it's really
0: important that you double check. Uh, yeah, exactly like all the details of what they need. Yeah.
1: Criteria are um, so I got rejected from Manchester Liverpool for that. Um, UCL I didn't do very well in the B map. So they rejected me on that basis, um, and then Birmingham—they um, just looked at set stars for their interview criteria. Um, so I—I I did come back my GCSEs, um, so I managed to get an interview with them. Yeah. And I just—I hadn't really prepared. I think I was—I uh, don't know if it's still the case, but stereotypically, um, as. I went to an open school, we we didn't really prepare for uh, interviews, you know, we kinda of thought we could blag it.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I just got caught out. Um, and so I didn't I didn't really appreciate the amount of prep that needs to go into um, in medical school interviews. Okay. Uh, I was just
1: caught caught short really. Do you remember, um, and I think I'd
0: Do you remember what the interview was actually like? Was it MMI or was it
1: Uh no? It was, MMIs back in the day um, when I was applying. I think MMIs is probably something that's come in the last four or five years.
0: Okay. Um, so what year? What year are we talking about then? Twenty. So people,
1: like two
0: thousand and nine. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Um, I don't. So... I don't even
0: think I was in um high school then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So yeah. So like it was just a. I think I had it was a panel interview with like three or four people. Um, one was like, I can't remember exactly who everyone was, but I do remember there being a
0: medical student there. Um, oh, they actually asked you questions?
1: The medical student just observed actually.
0: Okay. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really racking my, my brain to, to go back and think about, um.
1: Yeah, we're making you think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can remember what happened in my King's interview. So I had a... So
0: the, the second, so you did a gap, you did a gap year? Yeah. Right,
1: yeah, so I took a gap year, yeah. I worked for a healthcare assistant,
0: okay. I went for a bit. Yeah. Um, my second interview, so I had
1: a what's funny is that I had a doctor who I late later got taught by in my BSC. Um so he was a metabolic disease doctor, uh, and he was very science orientated, Okay. Uh, and I had another doctor, um, I think she was a psychiatrist. Um and so it was almost like good cop, bad cop. The, um, the metabolic bone doctor was like, tell me about the science, I really want to know about the science. Um, so I talked to him, spoke to him about something that I'd read um, in, a, in a paper somewhere, but I can't remember um, what it was about to be honest. I think it might have been about um, antibiotic and bacteria. And then I had a the psychiatrist, we talked more about books that I'd read. So I'd read My Sister's Keeper, um, so we talked about that we talked about a paper that I'd read about um, or an article that I'd read about prison medicine and how prison they're really, yeah so oh, okay. uh, patients that are in prison or uh, sort of inmates yeah, uh, and how
0: they're a really high at risk group for
1: not only physical health problems but mental health problems so we yeah. talked about, about that quite a lot um, but yeah so it was a really interesting interview um, mm. but uh, yeah so it was uh Oh. Yeah, but it's been
0: it quite a long time. Yeah, exactly. But, um, so you, men- you mentioned you went travelling in, in the Gap, yeah? Do you remember where you went? Like, what? Yeah, so
1: we went to in for, like, I think it was, must have been, like, two or three months. Okay. Uh,
0: you're, from, you're from India originally, right?
1: Yeah, so I'm from India. Well, uh, my parents are from India, yeah. Yeah. And um, oh, so... Sorry.
0: Whereabouts? Where about? Uh,
1: I think, I'm pretty sure you're Gujarati, right? yeah, I'm good, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but, um, yeah, so, me and a friend, we went to uh, Delhi, spent like six weeks there, uh, volunteered okay. in, in an orphanage, did a bit I of sightseeing see. as well. Then we went around to like Chennai, um, Calcutta, and um, Bangalore.
0: Okay. Uh, I've, I've been like once. Um, I think it was like Christmas of like A-levels or something because um, yeah. like, cause my, my family was like we don't want you to take you when you're like super young because then you, you have like no idea what it is so like we'll take you when you're like at like a certain age where you can actually understand what's going on so like yeah, we went yeah. to like where like the village where my grandparents are from yeah. like it was super boring but like it was, it was interesting to see like where where we come from and all that kind of stuff and yeah. then we did like sightseeing you know like New Delhi um, the Taj Mahal, Agra, Jaipur and all that kind of stuff yeah, it was just, like, India's really, like, it's it's just very, like, vibrant, and there's just a lot, like, so much random stuff just going on, like, all the time. It's, like, it's super crazy. Yeah. Um, Especially
1: if yeah, I've been there,
0: like, before, massive culture. Like, yeah, exactly. Know, I was on the street, um, you know, camels on the
1: road, yeah. uh, scooters, car, like, rickshaws, cars, lorries, trucks, elephants, like, it's
0: just... It's just it's madness. Really, it's just madness. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But yeah. Um. So you. So basically, I I didn't get into medicine the first time as well, right? Um. So I I applied usual route. So I got interviews from. So I just got rejected from Birmingham because they need like. They need like really good English Cs for some reason. I did, I got like a B. So they were okay. like, no. Um, Manchester, Leicester, and Nottingham. They gave me interviews. Okay. Um, and the Nottingham one was like really late. It was. It's like Easter time. It was like now. So I was like... And I had already received offers from Leicester and Manchester already. So... Uh, cool. Like, I, I kind of went into the Nottingham one. Nottingham's a really nice uni. So I was like... Yeah, I, and I'd been there before already. So I was like, okay. I've already got the offers. But if it goes well, great. It's a nice uni. And then we'll just see how it goes. And if it doesn't go so well, it's not that big of a deal. I've already got two. Um, so I kind of went there. It was it was an absolute train wreck of an interview. Um, it was It was... Uh, it's it's probably the worst experience um, of, of like an interview I've had. Um, it was a super, it was a really unexpected kind of interview. Because um, what, what they did, they've got MMI's right. And they'll have you like in the station for seven minutes or whatever it is. And they'll ask you like, they have a set number of questions. So they'll ask you just three questions. And they will not ask you anything else. Like not even to elaborate anything. You just got to elaborate yourself. So for like I remember one of the stations... Um, she asked me like the three questions uh, and then I finished and then she, I was like trying to make small talks I was like yeah how's it going like what, what do you do and that kind of stuff and she was like yeah um, we can't talk about anything else so you've got to talk about if you think about anything else um, based on the questions then you can talk to me about that otherwise we can sit in silence till til it ends I was like uh, I was I was just rattled after that I was just like I have no idea what's going on right now so like two of the stations I felt like I did decent because it was a bit more like chatty, a bit more relaxed yeah. and then there was one I really remember this it was like so you got to do like a Lego thing, it's, it's not like Lego. It's, it's similar to Lego, but it's not Lego. And they got like the instructions of how to make it. And there's there's like another person there, and she's asking you questions whilst you're making it, and it might not even be about what you're making. And then, so and then I was I was really struggling with like making the thing, and like, and she could see that I was struggling, and then she was like, okay. You don't need to worry about that anymore. It's fine. Like, so I was like, what w- was the point of the thing to? To get me to make the thing, or just what well, I don't understand what the point of the thing was yeah. on like yeah. the stations. I was like, yeah, I'm what just, I'm just, what's that? What kind of questions is she asking you? I have, I have no idea. Like maybe why do you think we're making you do this or something? I have, I have no idea what what she was asking me. I was just, yeah. I just, I just like lost interest at that point. I was just like, I'm yeah. just, I'm just here to get this over with, and then that's it. I'm just gonna not think about this. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably how you deal with like multitasking, yeah. or shifting, and that kind of stuff. Um,
1: and like, I probably, they're probably not expecting you to be like an absolute pro, yeah. uh, doing both at the same time. But it's just, I guess, they're looking at how you deal with that pressure of doing two things at once. Yeah. Uh, and I guess, like, I guess for your listeners, it's just like thinking about what there is. They're trying. Why are they doing? Yeah. Why are they make you do the thing that they're making you do? And then just coming across as a professional, um, you know, young individual that, you know, can pretty much put their mind to something. Yeah. Um, while their best, come across as calm, um, and and just come across as human. I think that's that's often the most important thing. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: M- Mel's in the channel, and <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if he if you stayed or not. It doesn't really say if people have stayed or not. It just says that they've entered. But okay. Hi Mel. Um as usual if anyone has any questions um let us know. Um so you went to King's it's probably just a 5 year course right? Okay so no I was talking about it myself. Um so basically I I got the two offers right um for Leicester and Manchester. I was like yeah I'm buzzing I have got the offers and then um I was like yeah I've got A stars in all my exams already. It's like I'll just do the revision I'll I'll do it. It's going to be fine. Um, and then got to results day, and got ABB and missed offers. Um, so it was like, it was, it was a bit of a rough day, um, that results day. Um, but what I left to have is that, um, they sent me an email saying, we've got these other 10 different courses, biological sciences. You can apply for a transfer. Um, you're not guaranteed a transfer, but you can apply for it. And then you can go from there. Um, so I was like, yeah, why not? Um, it seems like a way to, for me to get in, um, I I do kind of want to go to uni. I don't really want to do gap here. So yeah. I did that. Um, I did a year of medical physiology. Um, and then it it was, it was really it was really like relaxing and and good year for me because it, it was yeah it wasn't really it wasn't really it's not as in, it's not as intense as medicine. It was like kind of like a yeah. level a level um level stuff. But it, it was it was, sorry. Yeah,
2: interesting.
0: Yeah, man. I do. Yeah. But... Yeah. So, but like. It was good that in that you get the uni experience um, instead of like taking a gap here where you you will get other experience but it's in uni, uni is very different and Leicester uni itself as well Um, so I kind of got experience of like the other the other side of like science in in like the doing the experiments and that kind of stuff so yeah Yeah, um, I managed to get that experience obviously in medicine we don't really have any essays or stuff to do so I managed to we, we did a few of those in that course as well. Um, so we just, it was a bit of a different experience, kind of getting used to uni, um, and then at the end of it, managed to transfer. Um, I think in our year there's about 10, 12 of us, um, and in first year now, I think about 18 of them managed to came, come through. So they, they are increasing um, the numbers for that. Um, yeah. Who
1: were the transfers then?
0: Sorry? Who
1: were the transfers?
0: Um, do you know Saga? Yeah, I don't think uh do you think there's anyone that I know from our groups or Um Oh yeah, um you know so not my group, um, Mel's group. Um Holly, I think. Oh uh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. So yeah, yeah. She, I think she transferred. Um there's a few not in our room, they're in different rooms here and there. Um but yeah, to be honest, like out to out of everyone that transferred, Saga was the only one like we used to like chill with. Um, yeah. there, was, there was a few other guys, but they didn't manage to transfer. So yeah, um.
1: it's really interesting seeing who the graduates are, who the transfers are, because I think nowadays there's so many different routes into studying medicine. So you know, you can you can do like a, a degree, like I think when I was at Kings, about fifty or sixty percent of students were like grads. Okay. Uh, so I think there's a there's definitely a shift in in the way that they're recruiting at the moment. I, I know Warwick is purely graduate entry medicine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting.
0: One. Yeah. Yeah, I think they they even open the transfer to like um, psychology students, chemistry students. Yeah, um So, so like. It makes sense to
1: have people from different backgrounds. I remember um, at uni there was a guy who like he used to be an engineer and he'd helped like um, make the Nokia thirty three like ten or something like that and he was like what? in his forties uh, he'd done engineering he'd like smashed it in the engineering world. Um, and then he decided to come study medicine
0: let's um, conquer medicine now
1: yeah and having that like sort of you know breadth of person or individual within your course is just really refreshing and you learn a lot from each other yeah um, and yeah life experience helps when you're studying medicine as well so uh,
0: yeah exactly Um, so obviously you at the King's um, just a standard five year course right um, yes yeah, so, but you can interplay Make a sixth year, so I intercalated um, okay. in endocrinology. Um,
1: yeah, which was an interesting year. Um,
0: what, so when when did you do that?
1: So I did it after my second year. So okay. kind of the stage that you are
0: now. Yeah. Um,
1: so I yeah did endocrinology after that. Um, I had a couple of friends that did it after their first clinical year, um, which I mean kind of worked as well. Um, yeah. I think after you've done a clinical year, you have a bit more experience. Um, if you're applying for a more like competitive BSc program, then you can you can get in um, more easily after doing doing after third year.
0: So um, was the was the um, was the BSc in Kings?
1: Yeah, so I stayed internal. So, okay. Um,
0: yeah,
1: it was. Uh, yeah, I didn't really enjoy. It, to be honest, it was no. very very. So I think the benefit of a lot of the other BScs is that the contact time goes down. Yeah, you get a lot. Of, To do self-directed reading, yeah, and and sort of do stuff that interests you. Whereas my endocrinology BSc was very much sort of very prescribed. um,
0: Okay. Lectures nine till five. um, That's very little scope to do what you enjoyed, and my project
1: um, was a bit hit and miss. Um, So yeah.
0: So did you? Did you have to do like a dissertation for that?
1: Yes, I do a dissertation. we're basically looking at a protein called Clotho. Uh, I don't think many, not many people have heard of it, but it's sort of quite up and coming in, um, I'm going to try and wrap my head now, but it's, I think in calcium and phosphate metabolism related proteins. Um okay. and So I think there's two forms, but the form that we were looking at um, is, is higher in um, patients with diabetic nephropathy. Um but the other form is sort of um often advertised as a uh well, I can't remember what the word was now, but it was like a life extending um protein which which was
0: um sort of had lots of therapeutic prospects but I don't know if they ever came to fruition. Um Okay. Yeah,
1: the,
0: it's, uh, like, it's interesting. the thing the thing is with like me and kind of like with the research side of things, it... It is interesting. Don't get me wrong, but it's just a, like it's a bit boring at the same time, because um, yeah. when when I did my sh- I did like shadowing in what whatever it was year twelve or something, yeah. um, so he was a doctor in Manchester, um, respiratory doctor, um, and he was this was, he was doing like a PhD, um, yeah. and it was something to do with like um, sp- like. <sighs> So like what he had to do is he had to like induce an asthma attack in someone. Oh gosh.
2: And yeah.
0: then uh, and then see like the reaction of or something. Um, so like it it was a bit interesting, but just like the practical like day to day what he was doing wasn't yeah. wasn't very interesting. I was just like I was super bored like for, like while shadowing. Shadowing is boring anyway, but like it was. I don't yeah. know, like it. It kind of like it kind of put me off. Of, like, doing research and that kind of stuff. And then, obviously, I did my biological sciences. And we just used to do, like, three, four-hour practicals. And those are a bit boring as well. To be honest, it was, like, one one good thing was... Um, do you know about um, electrophoresis? Yeah. Yeah, so we actually, like, did those, like, properly with, with like, our own saliva and DNA swabs. Right. And then we found out, like, certain genes for that. That was like, I'm actually, I was like, that's actually all right. Like, um, and he was quite like technical, he attribute have like good technical skills. Cause like the little, the little wells are like really tiny and like pipetting and stuff, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. so like, I feel like that was like the only one that was, I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. Cause it was like a gene that, um, that affects your, um, circadian rhythm and you're either a morning person or evening person or whatever. Um, Shit. And the actual lecture he was like really interesting as well. Um yeah. so like, I was like that that was pretty much like the only bit I was like this is kind of interesting. But otherwise, um for me with like the intercalation, um I I obviously I am interested in certain things, but it's just the fact of um like having to do essays and like a big dissertation. Um mm-hmm. I don't feel like I could do like well, how how many words was yours, the final thing? Uh, I think 12,000. Yeah, so, like, 12,000 words is, like, quite uh, daunting. <laughs> daunting. I, I, like, I I can write essays, don't get me wrong, but I just, um, it's not really, like, the most enjoyable experience for me. Um, yeah. So, like, I was, like, if, if there's an intercalation option out there where I don't have to write essays, <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing that, but I'm, like, all of them have, like, i pretty much all of them. Like, that doesn't exist. Um yeah, so I don't think inter- integration is going to be, like, my thing. Um, so, um, so, thing that I would say, actually, just going back to research, so, I think what I discovered from that year was that lab-based research really isn't, for me, Yeah. I'm definitely a big picture person, so, when you told me about inducing
1: asthma attack in someone, and then seeing the treatment of that, clinically, yeah. that's... That's quite interesting, and it's, and it's not as lab-based as you know, doing the electrophoresis or an Eliza test or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I think research is a really big part of being a doctor. Not necessarily sort of lab-based research, but clinical research or, or audit. Yeah. Um, I think, in some form, to check that you're doing something correctly as a clinician, mm. it's really important to audit do a bit of research as well. Yeah. Um, it's often quite, like, sought after by employers. Mm. Uh, um, so that's something that I would just say about research. Um oh, I forgot the next thing I was going to say, actually. Um, okay, yeah, we will to <laughs> move
0: on. Um, um, yeah, with, like, like, the audit thing, um, I'm quite interested in that with, like, um, like, public health and, like, health improvement and stuff. Um, that is something, because obviously you'd you're doing it in like the real, real world kind of setting. Um, have you done any, any audits? Have you been part of any of that kind of stuff or?
1: Um, yeah, so this is what I was going to actually say actually. So the benefit of doing a BSc um, is that you do get a bit more time to do things outside of your course. And whilst I, I didn't get like any publications or do any audits within my sort of endocrinology and um, the project that I was doing, but what I did get to do is I like, got to get, I, it's quite niche actually, but me and a friend, we sort of um, teamed up with the sleep studies um, centre at Guy's Hospital, Okay. And, and we helped them go through a lot of data um, and look into the effects of stimulant therapy, um, and so <laughs> it was really, really gruelling. We spent a lot of time in front of a spreadsheet Reading patient letters, checking responses, looking at demographics. But actually, we got some publications out of it. Um, okay. I also did a bit of work with one of the diabetes consultants from the um, endocrinology BSC um, and got another paper on that as well. So I think BSCs, yes, you've got to write a well lot of like words. Um, it isn't easy. Yeah. Uh, but it does give you a really good basis to improve your like research skills, be exposed to the life of research, yeah. writing papers, papers, um, and presenting abstracts at uh, sort of annual meetings. Um, and, and that was the first year that I really got into that kind of stuff. Okay. And you know, it depends on what you want to do. So if you want to be like a GP in the countryside, or you know, uh, not a very competitive job. Um, and that's that's fine. Like you probably don't need to do a BSc, but if okay. you are interested in doing something a bit more competitive, um, or you just want to be like you know in a city in London, for example, um, I think doing a BSc is a really good stepping stone to be able to get a lot more points on applications. Okay. Uh, so yeah, like I think um, yeah, it was a really good year for me. To sort of, I, although I didn't enjoy my BSc, I enjoyed the year in general because I learned a lot about research and. Okay. Yeah, and that kind of stuff, um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I took quite like, a few audits and um, did a bit of research, which is
0: nice. So, yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. That is a good point because, um, I've got a few friends that are from London and mm. they ideally want to work in London again, so yeah. that's why they, they're they very highly considering the BSC for for an integration for that kind of point of view. Um, it. because it, it does stand, I, I think it does stand you in good stead, obviously. Um, yeah, with like the competition and that kind of stuff. That's um, when you're Foundation doctor places you actually get extra points for having done a
1: um, a BSc. Um, yeah, well it, it was the case in 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 my time, I, I presume it still stands, but I don't know how many points.
0: I think different. it is. I think you get like one or two or something.
1: Yeah. So actually, what was what was kind of frustrating for people that had done a degree beforehand was that just by doing an extra year, I effectively got the same amount
0: of points that a graduate had from from doing their three year group yeah exactly uh, so yeah I mean it, it depends on what you're
1: after but it is, it is a good sort of thing to go for if you're if you find a topic that you're interested
0: in okay um, yeah. so um back, back to Kings o- overall how would how would you say the your experience was um yeah so um Kings
1: I think the reason I went to Kings was it had a really nice campus. It was yeah. London Bay, and it
2: had a good. It had a good reputation as well. Yeah. Um, actually, when I when I got there,
1: the courses, especially the first two years, it's a bit disappointing. Seeing um, what you guys have at Leicester. Yeah. Uh, and I think the, the environment is a lot more friendly in Leicester. I think Leicester's have got a really good course from what I've seen, especially in the first and second years. Um, and I think kings often lack that we 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 didn't have as much group work as you guys okay. it was very, very heavily lecture based and there were a lot of I think a lot of sort of research researchers that were forced into giving lectures that weren't hugely interested in giving their lectures okay and um, on the flip side though like the clinical years so what you guys called phase two um, were really really amazing um, and yeah. Not not just because it was London. In fact, my best placements were outside of London, like in the suburbs, in like Kent. Okay. Uh, you know, I saw some really interesting cases. Saw some really interesting things. Um, I went to Broadmoor, um, but it's Broadmoor's basically a uh, institution for um, people who have psychiatric diagnoses that have committed quite sort of. Um, heinous crimes so yeah. I'm interviewing, uh interviewing a, a person that had um, murdered two people okay. um, and he had schizophrenia um, so i think and I, I did a lot of the cool stuff as well so i i volunteered at a um, a center for educationally excluded children um, okay. in denmark it's like a really really like deprived area of london okay uh, and that opening a high did some like psychotherapy I learned how to do um sort of um psychodynamic psychotherapy uh with a patient that was coming to terms with their diagnosis of MS so what was nice about being in London that I got a lot of interesting opportunities um
0: to learn and do lots of interesting things yeah Um, so yeah it was uh in that sense it was really good being at Kings and being in London um yeah yeah. that sounds sounds like really good um with, you mentioned that volunteering thing. Was that during the degree or was it? Yeah. Okay.
1: So it was. I, you guys probably have them in your clinical years, but they're called for me. They were called student selected components. So yeah, this,
0: It's the exact same thing, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So
1: and and one of them was uh, like a communication, um, SSC, basically teaching um, these kids that had been. Effectively expelled from all the educational institutes that they had been tried to, so mainstream schooling just couldn't handle them. Okay. Uh, and so they were put in this centre that was charity based. Yeah. Um, and um. Yeah. So it was it was massive. Like it was really interesting to see from a social point of view, like the things that these kids struggle with. Yeah. Uh, but actually, they were just like really interesting, really funny. Um, kids that some of them were really intelligent
0: they've Um, just been through a lot isn't it i imagine that's it yeah Yeah.
1: i think you know you look around the area it's around king's cold hospital um i think if you just look at the ed department there's so many like stabbings drug-related injuries um you know it's uh, it's a really tricky area to grow up in um especially if you're not from a privileged background and you have to turn to other means um to to make a living or to sort of get by and um, so yeah it was uh it was a really interesting sort of part of the uh, part of the degree
0: yeah um you, you mentioned that um like the socially um like excluded kids and the charity um actually reminds me of a book i'm reading or i actually read when i was younger um it's about like teenagers so they basically um they basically recruit teenagers to be to be spies. And like, it's, it's basically from the point of view of like a kid who's grown up like a really rough childhood. Um yeah. Like his mum was like, uh, like a basically like a criminal and okay. like his dad left and like all that kind of stuff. And basically a, a lot of situations happen in school, like he used to get into fights and stuff. And then he basically put into care when his mom passed. mum passed away. And then eventually he comes to this organisation and they're like, and he's like, oh, but why? Why do you want me to be a spy? How am I supposed to help people? And they're like, this is this is what we do. We, we, we see the potential in you. You're not a bad. You're not a bad person because of the situations that you've been in. You've 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 maybe had some bad experiences, that kind of stuff. But that doesn't make you a bad person, like and, kind of, and that kind of thing. So um, obviously, just like it, we are in a position like it's a very privileged position to be in. To actually like make a difference and um it is very it is very it is very interesting just to like for like the wider, wider view and, and that kind of stuff, yeah. um. So obviously I'm going into my clinical years and that kind of stuff and trying to think about like what what can I do to make the most of it. Well, what, what would you say um, um some some ideas and things we can do to, kind of make the most of it. That kind of that kind of thing. So, what's really nice, medical medicine
1: that you'll go from sitting in a lecture theatre and like remembering that one random word that the lecturer said and having to learn about that like from a book um, you now have a hospital in front of you and you know every patient is effectively your lecturer or a book and so they're they're your resources really yeah Um, and then so you can learn a lot from taking history doing examination of a patient um, but what the important thing is is to when, when you see a case, yeah. um, or let's say you see someone with a pulmonary embolism, um, it is really important that you then go home and read about PEs, yeah. um, risk factors are, what the presentations are, what a D dimer is, how good of a test it is, what the investigation or the gold standard um, sort of test of choice is. Mm. Uh, so I guess reading. Because you don't have as many lectures, you're often a lot more self-directed. Yeah. Um, so reading about what you see is really important. Um, and so that's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is making sure that you see the right things. Okay. Um, and often like medical students will turn up for the ward round, um, and, and that's really good. Um, but if you've not got a consultant that's willing to teach, then um, you don't really gain a huge amount out of it. Especially if you're in the third year or fourth year, if you're if you're finally a year medical student, then you should be practicing like taking the notes and you know writing down the odds, etc. Yeah. But as a third year student, like some of the best and most interesting stuff that you'll see is out of hours. So like in the evenings, on the weekends, doing the doing the night shift. So even if you stay until like midnight one or something like that, I think you'll see <clears throat> the patients presenting acutely, mm-hmm. and, and that's what medicine is all about. Like you. Uh, Sort of your stage of third and fourth year, yeah. maybe in year, um, you want to have developed um, an idea of what a different disease or differential presents as. Okay. Uh, what kind of questions the doctors asked, and what kind of tests they did to narrow down what the disease process was, and then how they managed, how they investigated it, and how they managed it. Okay. Um, and then you go home and think about it. So I guess it's a case of exposing yourself as much as you can. So what you put in is what you get out. Yeah. Um, and then also doing sort of the legwork at home and doing all the reading. Um, okay. So that that would be my tips for clinical years. Um,
0: okay. That's that's really good. That's super, I I because I th- I'm not sure. Obviously, we haven't started yet, so I'm not sure how many people um, actually would do that and and would stay after. Say we're supposed to be in nine to five. I'm not sure how many yeah. people would actually think about staying, f- um, further than that, and the reasons for w- why you do that, but um, yeah. I yeah, I guess that's yeah, that's 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 really nice. Thanks, thanks for that. Um. So then, you, obviously, you, you graduated after was was six years from starting, um, yeah. and then so what what did you do after that? Uh
1: yeah, I'm originally from uh, yeah. So I decided- Leicester um, yeah. to work, so I lived at home like the
0: first how, actually, actually, how was, um, sorry, how was actually living in London? Um, oh, um, yeah, it was really, really fun actually.
1: Um, so my first year I lived in Ham- Hampstead in the halls.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know if you know London, London very well, but Hampstead is like a very like fancy area, Yeah, so we're, you're really lucky, um,
1: I think... If you from one of the buildings of the halls, if you looked like over the fence, you could see Michael McIntyre's tennis court. Um, okay. Which is really funny. Um, but yeah, so that was that was really good. Like living in London uh, is expensive. Yeah. Um, but uh, really good fun. Always something happening. Yeah. um So sort of museums,
2: galleries, oh, uh, that... clubs.
1: Restaurants, um, so and lots of free stuff. So whilst it's really expensive, there's there's often a lot of free stuff that's on that you can just rock up to. Um, I remember I watched um,
0: Jerry Maguire in Trafalgar Square um, when the the NFL came to, to okay.
1: town. Um, so yeah, there's cool like, free experience that you can go to. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, to be honest, like wherever you go to uni, you have a good time. Yeah. Um, you make amazing friends. I think. Some of the best times that we had are actually just like me and two of my housemates or flatmates playing like cricket in the corridor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then it's always nice to be able to like walk out and have London Bridge like next to you, have Borough Market so close to you. Yeah. Uh, King's College, like um, Guy's Hospitals, so while campus was based like just at the foot, at like the foothills of the Shard, which is okay. really cool. As well. So yeah, like living in London, being a student in London. Uh, lots of mixed experiences, but overall, definitely like a really fun experience.
0: That's good. Um, yeah. yeah, I really, I really enjoy London. Um, maybe one day we'll, we'll see if we can, if we can experience that. Hopefully. Um, yeah. Sorry, before I cut you off, you mentioned you came back to um, Loughborough for. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, I decided that. I, uh, I mean, I'm from Loughborough. I like my space. I like going for nice long walks. Um, I don't really like sort of the hustle bustle, so. Um, I came back to Lafra and sort of commuted to Leicester. Um, I started on urology um, at the general hospital, then did some renal, which is a really interesting um, speciality. Um, Did a bit of histopathology, which was um, not really my cup of tea, but still interesting to learn about. Um, Then I did my GP, A&E, and cardio placements. So
0: so this is FY1, right? FY1 and
1: FY2, yeah. So So you you do four...
0: Go on, yeah. So you were just going to talk about it. So you, you choose, like trying to get to like the process of how you like choose what you choose and how long it is and that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: So when, when you come into your final year, um, you have to apply for, like it's a national uh, application process, so every single final year will apply for... Um, training post, and yeah. that's when they'll look yeah, at how many degrees you have, how many publications you have, have you done any presentations, um, what you, so for us it was how you did in your third and fourth years and what decile you came in, um, yeah, there were most of the criteria, yeah, um, and then you say that, like, oh, I'd like to, like, you rank
0: do you which rank dean- where you want to go, and you rank which yeah, specialties so, as well. Yeah, so you rank the deanery that you want to apply for. Yeah. So, the deanery that we're sort of in is uh,
1: LNR, so that's Leicester, Northamptonshire, and Rutland, yeah. I believe.
2: Yeah, I um, think so. So, and then, if you've got enough points to get into that,
1: then you get then you get into your like chosen deanery. Yeah. And then the next thing is is basically choosing your jobs so they give you like a string of six jobs um, and that's four months for each job okay. um, and then yeah you basically pick your string and again that's done on how you do your interview. Oh the other thing i have got to say is so half it will be taken from like your academic, um, half of your points for your application will be taken from your academic sort of achievements. The other half is taken from a test called the SJT, so a situational judgment test. Yeah. And that's basically, like, a test that you sit, um, I think it's, like, two hours long where you basically have to, um, like, they'll ask you a question, like, your colleague turns up to work
0: drunk. A bit like the UK cut, right? Uh,
1: yeah, I think you might have had that
0: component. I yeah. never did that in my UK cut. Oh, okay. But I think you might have that now. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, and you basically rank
0: like what you would do in the order of what's what's the best option. Yeah. Bit, yeah. um so a bit of, like Fez Fez has arrived and he says he says hi. Hey. <laughs> just just hi, that's it. Nothing else. Cool. Um so obviously you, didn't FY1, FY2, you did FY one, FY two, you do you both in in Leicester, right? Or on Leicester. Okay. That's it. Right, um and then just after that you came to community? Yeah. Okay, um I think we've just come full circle then. <laughs> we've, we've arrived back to where we started. Um and we're at fifty six minutes, so we're pretty much there. Um, okay. right. sorry
1: What a long podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, i um I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop the live now. Uh, yeah. Um um Fez do you play league?
1: What's
0: oh, you're, I don't understand what he means by that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Alex is here. Do you know Alex from first year? Uh, I, I'm the, not sure. If I teach him, then I probably him or her. Then
1: I, I probably will.
0: It, it's I, it, it's a him. But anyway, we we're finished, guys. So um, that's all it is. Uh, we'll we'll see you next time. Uh, by uh, Instagram. Um. So what was I was I was gonna say something literally. Um before Fez um interrupted me. Um what were you saying? we um, talking about the application process.
1: Um how you apply for like, your jobs.
0: Oh. Um yeah no I got that. I got yeah. I think I like kind of understand it a bit more now. Yeah. Um my tripod's just like broken. <laughs> Great. Um anyway, um thanks for being here. Um, no how how did how did that go for you? Yeah, that was quite fun. Um, I feel like
1: I've got a lot more to talk about. I haven't even talked about any of the interesting cases I've seen, so uh, you I'm happy to
0: come on again at some point. Um, if you yeah, literally, if you want to come on again, let me know, and we can do it. Um. Uh, thanks again. I was going to say something, but I've I've completely forgotten again what I was going to say. Uh,
1: you
0: said you were going to pay me. Pay you? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, know, I thought it was two hundred.
1: Oh, you might
0: be getting confused. It Might have been two thousand. I'm pretty sure we didn't agree <laughs> that. Great. I
1: don't know
0: why I'm saying two hundred. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a doctor. You don't need money. <laughs> you,
1: see, that's that's another common misconception. As a junior doctor, like your wages it's, is it's
0: good. literally just broken. Look,
1: considering the responsibility, I, d- I don't know if it's. Uh, it would be nice to get paid a bit more, but. You
0: know, we'll, we'll save that for another podcast um, Yeah I keep forgetting what, what I'm going to say uh, <laughs> and, and we're still rolling by the way um, No um, So I, w- I was thinking of adding Yesterday's stuff If we didn't if we didn't get like enough Enough content um, But I don't know I might add it or not But I need to remove the bit where I was talking about where I live uh, So Sorry? What's yesterday? With that? Are we still rolling? Yeah, we're still going. Okay, cool. The, oh, yes.
1: We can
0: Stop now, and we can chat. I I want this in because basically yesterday we um, um Kish needed more info um, because I I, like Steve um Steve Jacks didn't ask um for a meeting beforehand and yeah, Andy, really? and, a you're a bit more thorough and and yeah. on point which um, uh, which yeah it's it's like it's up to it's good I like it. Um, so we were just chatting yesterday and we decided to record it to see how it sounds um, And you mentioned you were going to watch some of the episodes Did you watch any or did you just... I oh, cost- did, you, cost- you know so I actually sat
1: down with my puzzle um, and had your podcast on in the background
0: How was it? <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: a lot of random chat, it's
0: quite funny <laughs> Yeah, oh that's good Yeah. Like, Which ones did you listen to? I don't, I I don't know if I can remember but... Um,
1: I don't know what stage I got up to to be honest I can have a look
0: um, Did you just start from the beginning?
1: I literally just started
0: from the beginning That's um, good that's the transformation Okay <laughs> um, Have you got any uh, any criticisms any any good things any bad things any I think
1: it's quite fun and it's quite chilled out um,
0: I think that's the whole kind of like the whole point of it because I think I'm kind of chilled out so it's good Yeah that's just it re- A bit of a reflection of that Yeah So yeah. Uh, What's funny is that,
1: like, you guys start the recording of the audio,
0: yeah, and then you start like the camera
1: like,
0: two three minutes in. They're like, "Hey guys, welcome."
1: Th- there <laughs> is, <laughs> the reason, the the reason
2: is, it is like
0: that. Uh, no. The reason is because the podcast is supposed to be longer, right? And I we film it as well. Like I said the other day, so right. the filming starts like five minutes into it, which is why we do the, the "Hi guys, welcome to the thing." <laughs>
1: A really good idea um because i don't know how many of their so i think it's a good idea to have like as many guests on as possible because i yeah. don't know how many um podcasts there are like this um, yeah so yeah it's a good idea podcasts are sort of emerging quite a, quite a lot now
0: anyway so yeah um yeah so we'll see how it goes um what are you up to what are you up to after this should i stop it now or should we just should we just keep it going <laughs> yeah i mean um Kish wants to yeah. stop it. He wants to stop. I think stop now is probably a good idea. Um, uh, so anyway, thanks very, very much to Kish for being our first first ever guest um, ever on the podcast. Uh, I love the attitude. I love the, the positivity and the optimism. Um, and yeah, uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. Um, Instagram is mzl underscore 18. And we'll see you then. Bye. Nice one.